Hello and welcome to the Montessori Coach Podcast. I am Sarah, a Montessori teacher, mom, and professional organizer. I'm passionate about simplifying the Montessori philosophy for parents so they can bring it into their homes and parenting. Today, I'm going to talk about a Montessori term that gets used quite a bit and can be sometimes misunderstood. It is practical life. Have you heard of this term before? It's a big focus in Montessori preschools, but really practical life skills and activities are taught throughout our whole lives. I'm going to share part of a video that I have on my website in my members area. There's only one thing I talk about that's on the screen, but other than that, you can listen here and totally understand what I'm saying. If you want to watch the whole thing, you can head over to my website, sign up to be a member for free, and then you can watch it. So here we go. Today, I'll be talking to you about the benefits of practical life activities and how you can foster independence, concentration, and self-esteem in your child. You can find me on Instagram at The Prepared Environment, and I always love hearing from people and families who do practical life activities at home. Practical life activities build skills that your child will need to care for themselves and others independently. It is a Montessori term, but really we all do practical life activities. They're the things that most adults don't enjoy doing, but need to do to survive and have a functioning and healthy life. Things like cooking, cleaning, and washing dishes are all examples of practical life. The activities that you provide for your child should be purposeful. Children do know when you're giving them something just to keep them busy, but they really want to be helpful and do what you're doing. Your child wants to be independent. Regardless if we give them the skills or not, they're determined to do things on their own. So it helps everyone if we give them the time, tools, and skills to do these activities. The benefits of practical life activities are connection, self-esteem, independence, concentration and focus, following directions, and memorization, plus fine and gross motor skills. There are four sections the practical life skills in a Montessori classroom, but today I'm just going to be talking about self, um, care of self and care of environment. In a Montessori classroom, we have something called grace and courtesy lessons, which are basically just manners, and you're already doing that at home by modeling and giving lessons when needed. In Montessori preschools and elementary schools, there are very specific formal lessons when children are ready for them, such as how to blow your nose, how to introduce yourself, and how to write a thank you card. When children get older, grace and courtesy might cover things like how to be on the internet appropriately. Control of movement is um, something that's included in care of self and environment, but in Montessori classrooms, there are individual activities to help practice these skills. So help me to do it myself. This is a very famous quote by Maria Montessori, and it's important to remember that the purpose of Montessori education and parenting is to help children to do things on their own eventually with time, practice, and encouragement. So with practical life, um, allow your child to join in when they're interested. When your child's young, these are not chores. We don't expect them to do them all the time. We don't pay them because they really do want to do them. Um, and it's really important to not expect perfection. Sometimes if your child cleans the window, it might be a bit smudgy afterwards. It might look worse than it started with. But over time, your child's skills and abilities really will improve and they will help you. You just have to be patient. 
Um, and then it can also be a great time to bond and connect. So for example, if you're doing laundry, can your child help fold the clothes? Can they help with dinner? If you're doing those activities anyways, it's a good time that you can involve them. They will feel connected and like they're helping and you might have a better time with your child. So what do you need to do practical life? Not much. Um, you do need patience. You do need child-sized tools sometimes so that they're able to participate. And you do need time. It also really helps to have a calm, patient attitude and give your child lots of encouragement um, and feedback when they need it. So if you've ever been in a Montessori preschool or have seen Montessori preschool activities online, you might have noticed that there are lots of trays. So in Montessori preschools, the, the trays allow children to practice skills such as pouring, scooping, and transferring. Each tray focuses on one skill that is slightly more difficult than the previous one. Everything that's needed for the activity is on the tray or very close by. So there's a few great reasons why there are trays in Montessori classrooms, but you don't need them at home. So in a classroom, there might be up to 30 children in a class, and these trays allow the children to do an activity independently. There also aren't kitchens or real life um, cooking all the time in a classroom. So at home, you have a kitchen and you have real life daily activities that your child can be involved in. You do not and should not expect your home to look like a classroom. So if your child seems to be very interested in something, then you can tailor an activity to them. Um, when my daughter was really interested in scooping, I just pulled out um, some rice and I put some bowls out and a couple of spoons and she practiced doing that for a while and then she was over it and I could put it away. So it's not something I had to have out all the time. So for care of self, some act uh, activities that are included in this, but this is definitely not an extensive list, are uh, cooking and baking, eating, grooming, brushing teeth, washing hands, doing laundry and folding laundry, and getting dressed. And under care environment, we would include sweeping, dusting, flower arranging, pet and plant care, washing windows, and scrubbing tables. So when you introduce an activity to your child, the first thing that you want to do is analyze the steps. So for us, we are so accustomed to doing something like, for example, brushing our teeth. We don't even think about all the steps that go into doing that. But you have to know how to hold the toothbrush. You have to know how to squeeze the toothpaste onto the toothbrush. You need to know how to turn the water on, how to put the toothbrush under the water, how to actually brush your teeth, how to rinse your mouth out, how to put the toothbrush away, um, maybe how to dry your mouth with a towel. So there are a lot of steps that go into one activity. Um, so the best thing to do is for you to actually analyze all of those steps and then have your child involved in doing them a little bit at a time. So can your child hold the toothbrush while you squeeze on the toothpaste or can they squeeze on the toothpaste while you hold the toothbrush? Um, can you have them turn the water on? So often it's a lot easier for us just to do everything. It's faster and smoother, but if we give them little baby steps over time, they'll be able to do everything. So it's really great to, before you jump in just to ask yourself, is there anything my child is able to do? The other thing is when you're introducing an activity, talk 
or move at one time, not both. So your child is able to absorb one thing at a time. It's either watching what you're doing or listening to you. If you do both at the same time, they're missing out on something. Another thing you can do is have your child on your non-dominant hand side. So if you're right-handed, have your child on your left-hand side. And that's just so that you're not blocking them with your hand when you're making movements. Over time, um, since your child has been a newborn, you've been modeling a lot of practical life activities. So when you sweep the floor or cook, um, your child has been watching you since birth. So by modeling what you want them to do, they're also learning without you really even having to say anything. And then always connect to previous knowledge. So build on what they're able to do and remind them of all the things that they've been able to do before. So here are some ideas of activities that you can do with your child. Flower arranging is a very fun and easy activity for toddlers and preschoolers and even for elementary school age children. All you need are some sturdy, non-toxic flowers. Just talk to your local florist and ask them what they recommend. Um, Often the least expensive flowers are the best for flower arranging. So carnations are really good, daffodils, um, flowers that you can kind of move around a lot and they're not going to lose their petals. And also they don't have a lot of pollen. You need a small funnel, a small sponge to clean up any spills, some water, a small pitcher and some vases. And I actually just used um, the jars in the photo are from um, an Italian juice that we drank and then we had the bottles after. So you can definitely look around your home and see what you already have. And if you want um, in Montessori classrooms, they often have these doilies that you can put under um, the vase, but you definitely don't need to do it. That's an add-on if you wish. And then care of plants. So again, sturdy, non-toxic plants, um, a small sponge and some water, and then a watering can. Children can water the plants and then they can also dust the leaves. Um, Dusting leaves can take you know, quite a lot of time and it can be very peaceful for children just to dust the leaves of the plants. It's something that I don't often have time to do or even notice, but my daughter loves doing and it makes her feel like she's contributing to the home and she's taking care of something. And then a small watering can that can fit in their hand and easily work. Um, You just want to put a little bit of water in, not too much, and show your child how to tell if the soil is dry. And then cleaning windows and mirrors. So all you need is a spray bottle that's easy for your child to use, water, and you can add a little bit of vinegar to the bottle if you wish, and then a small squeegee or cloth. And then cooking, baking, and food prep is really important for children of all ages. There are a lot of studies done, and I've noticed it myself as a mom and a teacher, that when children are involved in cooking and preparing their meal, they will eat more. So if you have a picky eater, if you get them involved in cooking, they might eat a little bit more. So things that they can do in the kitchen include stirring, measuring, cutting fruits and vegetables, um, transferring and scooping, peeling, and then mashing. Okay, so here are some tips. Start with the least amount of water so that if there's a spill, it's not too overwhelming. So I always ask myself, how much would I really want to clean up if there was a spill? 
So in this bucket, it's really the tiniest bit of water because it's always easier to add more water than to take it away. Um, remember to be patient and give plenty of time. So if your child is learning how to dress themselves, give lots of time to prepare for that so that you're not feeling rushed and they're not feeling rushed. Um, have towels and sponges available for cleanup and then use what you already have. You don't need to go out and buy everything. You don't need to buy any toy um, cleaning, you know, materials because you can give them real buckets and real sponges and real... Um, and real brooms and they can do it at home. It doesn't need to be toys. And then you want to have less is more. So remember less is more. So for example, if you are um, encouraging your child to choose their clothing, for example, only have a few options out. So it's easier for your child to pra practice decision making. So if you have a toddler, you might want to have two to three shirts that they're choosing from instead of a whole dresser of shirts that they might just throw out on the floor. Um, and then set your child up for success. So if it's summertime, don't have the winter boots accessible to them to choose from because that is not helping them to make good choices if you're allowing them to make a choice and then telling them that that choice is not a good one, right? So we want to set your child up for success. This will help uh, decrease the amount of power struggles there might be and it will really help your child to feel very confident in the choices that they're making. I hope you enjoyed that quick introduction to practical life. There's a short checklist of activities and tools in the members area of my website, as well as the whole video. You can find it at thepreparedenvironmentproject.com. Please reach out if you have any questions. You can find me on Instagram at thepreparedenvironment. Until next time, take care.